Hi, I'm your host, Donna Castle, and on today's episode of The Daily Donna, I'm going to dive into a topic I know we all struggle with at times, or all the time, self-love and self-acceptance. I'll dive into what self-love and self-acceptance are, why they're important, the signs we are struggling with self-love, and the ways we can grow our love and acceptance of ourselves. Self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. It means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. It means not settling for less than you deserve. Self-acceptance means accepting yourself as you are in this very moment for everything that you are. It means accepting your emotions for what they are and putting your physical, emotional, and mental well-being first. Learning to truly accept who you are and genuinely loving yourself is critical to your well-being and your ability to show up in life fully. Our self-worth is the driving force behind all of our interactions and experiences in life and how we choose to navigate them. How we feel deep down about ourselves can impact our reactions, perceptions, and behavior towards everyone and everything in our lives. If we are able to learn to love and accept ourselves for who we authentically are without putting conditions on that or feeling the need to change in order to feel worthy or valued, it means that we are more equipped to create a life that we find fulfilling. This in turn helps us to thrive and give back without unnecessary pressures or limits on our shoulders. Everyone struggles with self-love and self-acceptance sometimes. Even the most outwardly confident people can still have inner struggles when it comes to loving and accepting themselves. This struggle is an inevitable part of working to heal whatever wounds we may each carry, and paying attention to our self-growth is essential in order to thrive. Getting to a place of self-acceptance and self-love can take a lot of work, ongoing awareness, and learning to be compassionate with yourself. But it can be so freeing to come to a place of being kind, gentle, and accepting of yourself and comfortable in your own skin. A lack of self-love can lead to a whole host of symptoms that erode your potential for happiness. These symptoms include depending on other people to make you happy, seeking approval from others, constantly justifying yourself, and a general sense of unhappiness with yourself in your life. When you don't love yourself, you might complain and blame others for your misfortunes while forgetting that how you feel about yourself actually determines what happens to you. If you don't love yourself, you may often be preoccupied with personal problems because your mindset is structured around yourself and judging yourself so harshly. If we are constantly comparing ourselves to others, judging our internal thoughts, and holding ourselves up to standards that we would not expect others to fulfill, we are likely to feel depleted, pressured, anxious, and not good enough. Unfortunately, there's a lot of external pressure, obvious and subliminal in our world, to hide or fix any type of perceived imperfection or flaw we may have. But this is not sustainable, nor warranted, and will probably leave you fighting a constant internal battle of feeling pressured, pulled back, and potentially miserable.
Everyone has a beautiful, unique combination of things to offer the world. If they allow themselves the chance to tap into that, try not to get distracted or led astray by outside factors that ultimately will not make you happy if they aren't aligned to who you are and your true values. Self-love and self-acceptance are critical aspects of health and happiness. These are attributes that shape our physical, mental, and emotional health in real and concrete ways. When we refuse to accept ourselves, we cut ourselves off from the energy that sustains our life. This process happens gradually, disconnecting us over time from our life force, and this leads to serious health issues. When we don't accept ourselves the way that we are, we are in essence wearing ourselves down internally, and when we fight against ourselves, guess who loses the most? It's important to accept the fact that we all have flaws. Everyone makes mistakes. Making mistakes is not a bad thing that you should avoid completely. It's one of the best ways to learn and grow. Accepting our strengths and weaknesses and reconciling the conflicting parts in our inner world is critical to our health and happiness. Plus, you cannot achieve anything substantial in the outer world without fixing your inner world first. Self-love is an art that can be practiced and mastered over time. When we practice self-love, we cultivate a loving and healthy relationship with ourselves and something magical happens. We become our own best friend. As Oscar Wilde once said, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. So how do we start that romance? How do we learn to love ourselves? Because while we all know deep down that it's important to love yourself, we find the area that people get most stuck is on actually knowing how to do it. So I'm going to walk you through 10 ways to improve your self-love and self-acceptance and improve your life. Number one. Focus on being someone who loves. If you're in a place today where you don't love yourself, it's hard to take a quantum leap and become someone who does. Just like when you're building muscles, self-love takes consistent practice. Instead of loving yourself, focus on being someone who loves others. That is, allow love to flow through you as often as possible. Focus on what you love about the people you meet. Focus on what you appreciate while going to the store, sitting in a meeting, or while speaking to someone. Simply adjust your body to positive emotions by finding as many things to love and appreciate as possible. Practice gratitude. Practice loving others. Number two, tap into what it looks and feels like to be loved. It's easy to be loving towards ourselves when things go as planned, when we succeed and people like us. Not so much when stuff falls apart. We screw up or get rejected. When we struggle the most, that's also when we tend to be hardest on ourselves. In those moments, ask yourself, what someone who loves you deeply would do? What would they say? How would they behave? Odds are, they wouldn't criticize, judge, and berate you. They'd offer you kindness, compassion, and acceptance. If you can't think about a specific person or memory, imagine how the most loving human on the planet would be towards you. Then practice being that towards yourself. Do you love a friend because they got a promotion at work or because they're funny and make an effort to spend time with you? Would you love your mom because she's a size 10 in clothing or because she comforts you when you're upset, cheered you on at the finish line at your school sports carnivals and always knows how to rub your back and make you feel better when you're sick? We should value ourselves in the same way that we value others. 
Criticism, anger, and perfectionism do not belong in the category of love. Unlike what you believe might be true, being hard on yourself will not lead to improve your results. But showing yourself some self-love, compassion, and self-acceptance of all your weaknesses is the best starting point to heal all those wounds and negative programs. Self-love encourages you to change the sabotaging behavior of yours because you know you deserve better. It's very common to think you need to scold yourself or beat yourself up in order to transform your life. This assumption is misguided and unhelpful. Criticism closes, decreases, and represses us. Instead, love yourself the way you want to be loved. Look at what love looks like to you. Look at what an example of love is to you and try to love yourself that same way. Number three, stop comparing yourself. Comparison is a killer to self-love. And we aren't usually very nice when it comes to comparisons, right? Instead, we take our greatest flaws and compare them to someone else's greatest success. In short, you're dooming yourself to fail. Instead, realize that you write your story. Realize that you can't compare your life to someone else's because no matter how well you know them, you never know how they feel or how they perceive life. Instead, spend your time and energy to nourish and build your own path. Prioritize healing whatever might need to be healed within you. Know that your needs matter. Focus on yourself and the person that you genuinely want to be, rather than the kind of person you think you should be according to others. Your gut feelings are brilliant in giving you the messages that you need to take notice of and follow. Everyone is an individual, and what works for someone else will not necessarily work for you. Follow your inner voice when it comes to making choices and decisions that will enhance your life. Rather than constantly comparing yourself and your life to others, try to concentrate on your own growth and remember, absolutely no one is perfect. No one has it all together and figure it out. Everyone is battling something. Number four, tune out negativity. Although a tall tale to has to take on and much easier said than done, tuning out negativity is a great step to improve self-love because of the toll a negative mindset can take on your mental health. It's important to remember that people are always gonna have opinions on who you are and what you think, but it's important to wash those thoughts away and focus on what truly makes you happy. To do this best, focus on your core values and personality traits that you're most proud of. Hone in on these traits to drive you forward as you continue to develop personally, emotionally, and mentally. Letting go of negativity is the key first step to realizing that your mindset greatly affects your mental health. You should let the desire of being true to yourself outweigh the desire to fit the molds of what others want you to be. Number five, take baby steps to create the life you long for. Desires are powerful. And so to take action, turn those dreams into reality is to honor and care for yourself. By taking daily actions, you signal that you're worthy of living the life that you desire. It doesn't have to be big action, just small and consistent steps in the direction that stirs joy, care, and excitement. This demonstrates that you care and respect your dreams and thus yourself. Has there ever been a better time to do that than now? Number five, ask your guidance system for help. Imagine that your emotions are guiding you. When you feel good about yourself, it means that what you're thinking is aligned with how your soul or higher self sees you. When you feel bad about yourself, it's a red flag telling you that a change of perspective is needed. If you think a thought such as, I am, insert something you don't like about yourself here, how does that feel? Probably not so good, right? Then it's a sign to think a different thought. Try to replace that with something a little kinder. For example, I'm just so lost and confused can be replaced with I'm doing the best I can to move forward. Number six, be compassionate when shit hits the fan. So many of us, myself included, tend to beat ourselves down when we need our love the most. 
when we fail or screw up or someone rejects us, that's the time we often get even more down on ourselves. Beating someone who's lying down sounds fair. Um, no. So instead, choose to be more loving and forgiving with yourself when things don't go as planned, when you stumble and fall, when you say the wrong things, when someone rejects you or a project fails. Ask yourself what you need and then give that to yourself. Learn to provide yourself with the kindness, forgiveness, and patience that you freely give to others. And please remember, we all have people in our lives that love us for who we are, see our value, and appreciate our worth. We're so often our own worst critic. We're harder on ourselves than we would ever be with others. Would you say half the things you think about yourself to someone that you care about? Think about that the next time you start that negative self-talk or set those unrealistic expectations for yourself. If you wouldn't say it to your friend or loved one, then why say it about yourself? Number seven, make room for healthy habits. Yep. Start truly caring for yourself by mirroring that in what you eat, how you exercise, and what you spend time doing. Do stuff, not to get it done or because you have to, but because you care about you. Try to develop a routine in your day-to-day -day life in order to maintain your overall health. Making strides towards improving your physical health and wellness will make it easier to enforce positive thoughts about yourself. When we take care of our bodies, we're doing an act of self-love, and we feel better. Don't feel like going to the gym? Then maybe put on a soul-soothing podcast and go out and take a walk. Create habits that are healthy, not just mentally, but emotionally. This can also mean keeping up your grooming habits. Make a habit of getting your hair cut regularly, or washing your face every night before bed, or grooming your nails. These are simple gestures that will have you feeling and looking more confident and healthier. Aligning with the idea of self-care, make a time each day to do some of the things that make you the happiest. Whether that be listening to music or going for a walk, doing your favorite things regularly can increase your mental health. Participating in brain-stimulating activities like doing puzzles or writing can help get those neurons firing and nudge you towards a more positive mood. Number eight, accept what you cannot love. This is something that's really game-changing for me in my own life, because let's face it, it's easy to love what you love about yourself, and it's not so easy to love the things that you don't. So instead of even aiming to love those parts, which will probably just make your mind go, are you kidding me? Focus on accepting them. For example, if you get nervous or anxious to say, go to the supermarket or make a phone call, instead of either rejecting or futilely trying to love this anxious part of yourself, you can instead just work on acceptance. You can tell yourself, it's okay. I can be nervous making this phone call today. I can be anxious about running an errand. It's not the end of the world. You don't need to love everything about yourself to develop self-love. All you need is acceptance. So next time something happens that makes you want to get down on yourself, see this as your practice to accept what is. However, self-acceptance does not mean we need to maintain our destructive patterns and emotional pain that we've carried with us all these years. Self-love is about accepting the good parts of ourselves as well as the bad parts, and only from that state of acceptance we then can grow and prosper. You don't need to change or reach certain ideals to be loved, worthy, or accepted. Throughout life, we're not often taught to place our self-worth and value on approval and love from others or external conditions such as getting good grades at school, reaching certain milestones in our career, owning certain possessions like a house, a type of car, or the latest smartphone. Everyone just wants to be loved. That's a given. The problem arises when we feel we're not lovable or worthy just being ourselves, but that we need to change something about ourselves or we need to accomplish specific things in order to be loved or valued or worthy. Often we set ourselves goals and think once we achieve them, then we will be happy. 
and everyone will place more value on us. However, in a lot of circumstances, we reach that goal and still feel unfulfilled, and our relationship with the outside world and those in it goes unchanged. That's often because we don't need to change our appearance, grades at school, job title, bank balance. We need to change our inner dialogue first and our perspective about who we are and our definition of worthiness. When we're so distracted by outside criteria being met, we usually don't allow ourselves to have the headspace to look deeper and find out who we actually are without all those external pressures because we tend to be so focused on them so much of the time. Number nine, respect yourself and know you are worthy of joy. If you don't already, it's time to make a conscious choice to respect yourself as you do to others and honor your worth and your needs daily, despite what external criteria you may or may not have met. If you're not used to trying to accept yourself as you are without meeting certain criteria, this will be challenging and will take a lot of effort to overcome. You may need to bring in outside help for this to happen, in the form of a supportive loved one or a professional like a counselor, to help you challenge your thinking when you're being unrealistic or harsh with yourself. But once you really work on this and commit to framing your thinking about yourself in a respectful and nurturing way, what initially takes conscious effort will become much easier. It's important to carve out space in your life to create and accept joy daily. When we solely rely on external criteria and people to provide us with joy and satisfaction, we are often disappointed when or if they fall short. Allow yourself to learn what truly brings you joy and love yourself enough to create that for yourself. Number 10, prioritize your needs. Taking the time to sit down and define your needs is a great process to go through to have more clarity about what it is that's really important to you. Over time, as we grow and experience new chapters in our lives, our needs tend to change. It is good to try and get into the habit of consciously evaluating your needs regularly and if they're being met or not, and what changes you might need to implement to meet your needs. Keep asking yourself the question, does this support the life I want? This question can help figuring out what your true values are and what will ultimately make you happy. Our choices and decisions around self-love and acceptance can be so much clearer when framing our thinking around this question of does this support the life I want? From things like whether our self-talk is helping or hinder us, whether we are eating or drinking based on our emotions rather than our need for nourishment or enjoyment, whether we're working so hard on earning that promotion because we want the image the title will give us, or because it will fulfill our actual interests and enrich our days spent doing work that has meaning for us, and whether spending time with particular people is having a positive or negative influence on us. The questions, these questions can guide you to nurture the life that you want and care for your truest self more authentically. Loving and accepting yourself takes work. We will stumble every now and then, but mistakes are learnings within themselves if we choose to see them that way. Keeping this question at the back of your mind is almost like having a compass that guides and reminds you about what you want for yourself and whether you're honoring that or hindering it in your everyday thinking, decisions, and actions. Does this support the life that I want? Think about it. In conclusion, I know that truly loving and accepting oneself is easier said than done but it's something we should all strive for no matter what. We are all worthy of love, kindness, and compassion, and we need to give those things to ourselves most of all. We need to befriend ourselves. When you feel like you failed or feel discouraged or disappointed with yourself, that's when you need your own love most of all. And now it's time for today's affirmation. I will strive to love and accept myself. Say it with me. 
I will strive to love and accept myself. And again, I will strive to love and accept myself. You are enough. I love you. See you next time.